are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family, a manga podcast family, not network. And I'm here like Jenny going solo. Hey, boy. And that's actually Jisoo. So that doesn't make sense. That's Jenny. And we're here to go solo. And I do want to let Anna Mullix and everybody else know that this podcast has not been canceled. Anna Mullix sent an email and said, did I miss the announcement that the Dragon Ball podcast was canceled? No, it ends up just every week. I ended up doing something and then I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to do the Dragon Ball deal. It's one of those things. I end up doing a lot of podcasts with a lot of other people and I don't want to end up messing up the schedule when other people are involved. And then somehow I always forget the things that I end up doing by myself because then I'm the only one who ends up getting upset. And dissed because we didn't do it. So that's one of the things why I do a lot of things with a lot of other people. It helps me maintain a schedule. But I've also had trouble trouble around this house during the holidays. Once you end up hitting around Thanksgiving till after New Year's, it's World War Ten at this house. There's a lot of issues going on. But here I am. And... Speaking of animalics and speaking of getting back to Dragon Ball, this is a chapter that ends up introducing a huge new character, but a huge new character that ends up having different names when you go from the manga to the anime. Also, the pronunciation took me a little bit to get used to, even with what they show in the manga and everything gets twisting and turning, but it leads to an email that animalics did send about. The naming conventions and different names and things about how this all came about because of the early, you know, translation, dubbing, all that with the Dragon Ball stuff in the West. And Animalix says, hey, Jim, this will probably be my longest email ever. Since you are reading the Dragon Ball manga by Viz, it may have surprised you to notice that characters' names tend to be different, specifically from the English dub of the anime. You see, Dragon Ball was one of the very first anime manga to get popular all over the Western world, and anime back then tended to unfortunately get westernized or even whitewashed. And the funny thing about this is is that I haven't seen a ton of new anime, but back in the day, and I've talked about this on, say, the Manga Monday show and things like that, I was a fan of anime. Now, it wasn't exactly as far back as the Dragon Ball stuff, but in even then it was because one of my favorite things as a kid was what they call Star Blazers in the West, which is Space Battleship Yamato in Japan. That was one of, if not my favorite television shows of all time, because I did end up watching it out of a New York station that they would play it every day. I'm telling you, at 3.30, I would come home from school. I'd get home at 3.25. I'd get my cereal. And then I'd watch Star Blazers every single day, and it blew my mind. Because back then, I was used to cartoons being just stuff you, you pop in now and again. There's no continuity. There's no overlong story of things. And yet, Star Blazers was like, it was like a, a version of Star Wars, but more of a soap opera deal. And I'm sure people know about old space battleship Yamato, but I loved it. And so that ended up kind of getting me involved. 
I never watched Dragon Ball, though, or any of the iterations. But then later in the late 90s, maybe mid 90s, somewhere around there, I did start getting fan subbed anime of things that I was intrigued with from some guy from Japan who would send me VHS tapes. Obviously, you know, I, I think it was that. I'd either have to send him VHS tapes and money and he'd send them back. It wasn't quite legal, I'm sure, but and actually I'm real sure. Uh, but I would watch things like Slayers. That was one of my favorite things at that point. Uh, I remember getting Record of the Lotus War, a big box set. That I actually bought. thing was expensive, too. And one of the big things were the idea of how expensive anime was back then. So I, I do understand also, just as an aside, like this is funny about Anna Mullock's uh, email here I've never really watched any of the Dragon Ball stuff But everything that Adam Mullix is talking about I have witnessed or experienced Because also the idea Of this was And Adam Mullix will continue With the idea that the Japanese And the companies that ended up getting These properties they were afraid that The US you know normal what, They would have real problems With the translation Of names things like that and would try to whitewash it or even at times dumb it down. And that's where I ended up in the uh, role-playing game deal. You'd have Square release a Final Fantasy, like a Final Fantasy 2 slash 4. But they thought that the U.S. audience might have been a little too dumb for it. So they ended up dumbing it down. There's some crazy stuff back in the day. And if you sit there and think about it, you're like, oh, man, why did they think that? Oh, they shouldn't have done that. But they kind of did open up the path later for, okay, now that everybody's used to this and they got this down, now we can go with the full-out thing and give everybody the same. It, it kind of was like a, a growing period in, in my mind, though it was kind of bad that they thought we couldn't take some of these things. But you have this continue here, the Dragon Ball Z anime in a unique case. That Funimation, the original dubbing studio, wanted to slightly change characters' names to make it easier for English speakers, as the Japanese language is a unique beast that can be interpreted many different ways. As an example, being Bulma's name is just very Japanese way of pronouncing bloomers, which actually fits and is funny. The Dragon Ball manga in English doesn't or didn't exist as we know it at the time so yeah, I mean it was treading new grounds and introducing something that they were afraid. It would be a shock to the system, to the West, I believe. So you did want to try to ease it in, which they did. I mean, you got to give them that. I wanted to bring this up now that certain characters have become relevant. Those being Kame Sen. And and, and this is the thing. There's a, a guy who's going to be introduced in this chapter we're talking about. And when I first saw the name, it looks like it'd be Kareerin. But the problem is the Japanese have a different way of saying ours. So I had to look it up and practice, and it's more, and this is still going to be butchered, but it's more of Kululin, and I'll end up saying it like that. Hopefully, people won't get mad at me, but they ended up changing those. These characters are known to English fans around the world as Master Roshi and Krillin. Since Kame Senen was introduced as Mutant Roshi, which means Heavenly Master at Frypan Mountain, and that will actually be done again where Kululin comes in and calls him, hey, Mutan Roshi. And it's funny that we got this right at the time, this email, I mean, because you end up saying that it's funny because the name most characters will call him. He Most characters besides Goku will call him, you know, Mutin Roshi. So in the English dub, his name literally means Master Master because Heavenly Master Master. 
and Kalilin was changed to Krillin because it was easier to pronounce. I, I think it, it, it's funny. I think it's not only just easier to pronounce, but when you see it, it's more phonetically easier to go with, I think, too. But I have no idea if this matters to you as someone who has a unique position of having never watched the anime and is reading the manga for the first time. It does. I actually love stuff like this, but there are a few names English fans of Dragon Ball live and die by. They grew up with these names, and these are character names still to this day. And that's where you get Viz, and even Animalics is going to end. Viz Media wanted a more authentic translation for Dragon Ball, which was more true to Akira Toriyama's original intended as best as what English language can do. So that's why we do have the Kame Senen and the Kalulin. And so I'm I'm going to obviously stick with what is on the page as we read it. And I kind of think that it's a neat little thing anyway. In my crazy mind, I think it's cool that you're reading the manga. It separates the manga from the anime and makes them two unique things of themselves. I, I think that's actually pretty cool in this instance. Sometimes it might drive you nuts, but there's these characters are so big. And pronounced in either or you're not going to get them messed up you just won't so we're going to keep going with the regular deal though at points i may keep pointing it out but it's cool that this email actually had come up at this because when we get into this chapter you will obviously see that things are you know pronounced here and we will get kalolin in here this chapter he'll end up saying mutan rushi all this stuff going so we'll get into what is chapter 25 right now? And chapter 25 is called A Rival Arrives. And if you remember way back when we did a chapter 24, you had Kami Sen and send out Goku to go get what he called a hottie. Now, obviously, between chapters, she ended up having to pack her bags and leave. Hopefully, she got to fly off and back with the Kuntan because of the idea where... That wasn't a hottie to at least Kami Senen. So he has to describe here what a hottie is, and he's giving a little quiz. It's a little sus, but a lot of this is. But he does give him, you know, more of an idea. And, and in that, what happens even later, you just really should end up having Kami Senen say, listen, this is the type I like. You can kind of go with that if you want to make it a little less sus. But Goku's excited. He says, that's not that tough. I'll go get that. And then I get the train. He goes off again. Very enthusiastic because he's Goku. And that's how he is. He's naive. He's enthusiastic. He's very, you know, wholesome. And that's why we love him. But off he goes. And you end up having coming sentence say, I'm going to hide behind the back just in case. And I get the idea. If somebody comes down on that Kuntan and it's nothing he wants, he's just going to go skedaddle. He's going to hide from them. But when you end up having Goku return pretty quickly, you end up having what, you know, Kame Sentence thinks is a hottie. Oh, my God, the boy did it. He did it. Now, it's funny to read through this a second or third time or even more because you do see this girl with a pie pie shirt on and she's there. And, yeah, you can tell that in a manga that she is a good looking young gal. And the thing, though, is you don't see her lower half. And I say that in a less sus way than it seems because it's one of those things. There'll be a gag reveal as we go. But Kami Senen loves it. He's like, oh, my God. And he's, he's signaling Goku. Come over here. Get, get over here. Like, here, bravo. You did it, boy. 
We're going to start training. And and you end up, Goku, really? We're going to train now? Oh, my God, that's awesome. Right now? Yeah, we're going to start right now. Here is your first assignment. Here is your first bit of training. Go back to her and ask for her panties. I really thought that this was going to be more along the lines of she saying, well, I don't have them. They disappeared somehow. And this would tie back into Oolong wishing for the hottest panties there were. I thought that would have been pretty funny, a little way to kind of bookend what really is not really wholesome fun. But still, you end up where Goku comes back, says, oh, she she said shirt. You shirt? Like, what do you mean she said shirt? Well, she doesn't have panties. All she has is a shirt. Now, again, the old man, you know, pretty much horn dog old man there of Kame Sen and hears this and he's like, oh, my God, this is like we hit the jackpot. Let me run over there. I'm going to try to figure this out. And I'm telling you, when you end up having Goku say, uh, she says she only got a shirt. She don't have no panties. You end up with the classic blood out the nose. Kind of explain better here than ever I've seen in other things. You always get that. But he says, yeah, it's his blood pressure just boiling over and spurting out. He has to get the blood out. And he goes, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go use my, you know, charms here. And he says to Goku, I'm going to I'm going to show you how it is, boy. This is what you do. You get casual, confident, small talk. That's all it takes. Plus, I'm going to wear these sunglasses so that I can oogle her up and she'll not be the wiser. And I'm like, oh, my God, you, you can't go. You can't go any sort of wholesome if you have Kame Senen anywhere in the house here. So he ends up going over. Hey, nice weather we're having. How are you? And you end up with this girl saying, oh, I'm fine. To then lean forward and reveal that she is a mermaid. She has a fish bottom. Now, I kind of got the idea that this would not bother him at all. Here he is on this island. He's hanging out. He wears a turtle shell. No, he doesn't quite love that. But he is going to go with the idea, if you're going to get sus lemons, then let's make some sus lemonade. Let's go for it. And thinks, well, she's still got the boobies. And ends up saying, hey. Can I see those magnificent boobies? And she wallops him and then jumps in the water and swims away. And so you end up where Kami Sen and his glasses are crooked and broken. And he goes and Goku, again, because he is that little boy who learns things the way he sees them. Oh, I get it. Panties means punch. And you end up where Kami Sen is like, yep, exactly. And it's like, oh, my goodness gracious. And so all of this is that idea where Kami Sen tries to pull it back to being more of, uh, you know, training. See, in order to defeat an enemy, first you must be tough enough to withstand their blows, take the punches, and strengthen your body. Goku thinks this is great. That's awesome. All right. Kami Sen doesn't give up, though. Dirty old man, Kami Sennett says, oh, and by the way, get, get back on your Kuntun cloud and go get me a hottie. This time, though, don't make sushi on the bottom, which is kind of a funny deal. And you end up where Goku's like, really? I got to do this again? And Kami Sennett says, yes, boy, training is tough. And I mean, at this point, you're like, is this all the training going to be? He's going to gathering ladies. So. While that's going on, you do kind of need something of a change. You're going to have to change this up. You can't have, you know, chapter after chapter of Goku going to get the ladies, right? So you do end up getting a change up. Plus, 
at the beginning, you end up coming in and thinking, oh, that busybody turtle won't be on vacation much longer, which does signify the idea when the turtle gets back. We're going to have to get down to business. This is more of a vacation even for Kami Senen. This is why he's, you know, trying to do all these things because nobody's making him work or do anything. So he's trying to get the hotties. Before we saw him, he was watching Sweating with the Oldies, though he's doing a little more than sweating, which is disgusting. He also ends up doing this. So while that's going on, then we get the big thing. And this is the thing I said that it was cool that Animalix got a hold of me and had that email because you do end up seeing somebody coming. In with the boat. They go, look at that boat. Goku says, hey, a little guy in that boat. And it's funny for Goku to call anybody a little guy. Now, I have said this before when I mentioned certain characters. I never did watch the anime back in the day. I never read the manga. But Dragon Ball is such a huge, huge thing. And I'm talking all iterations that you couldn't help but see things. And this is probably the third character now. That I had seen before I had seen Goku That's the obvious one I had seen Oolong at points Which almost was, you know Kind of the start or kickstart of the reason why One of my favorite characters, I think Because I recognized him from just seeing him around And his little, what always looked to me Like a Chinese military uniform And this pig Which actually always made me giggle And now we get Kaluan Who is a big guy in this and somebody I had seen before a little, little guy, little monk guy. I'm sure most people will know who Kalilin is. So he ends up where he's making a, a big entrance. He's out in his rowboat. He's rowing. I mean, right there shows you this kid or guy has, you know, he has the gumption. He has the, the strength and he's determined just to show up in a rowboat, but he doesn't end up getting the rowboat up to the shore. He does this huge leap. He's, Flipping around he's got his Bag with him and then he kind of Falters at the end and face plants like You know pretty much an ostrich With his head in the sand and then They're just like what's going on and it's Funny where Kami Sen is like now What and you end up he Says pull him out Goku and Goku Does pull him out obviously this Is the rival that they mention in The beginning and it does right Away give you that Cool back and forth Goku does Need somebody to go against more than just a coming sentence. I say go against. I'm talking just, you know, as he's naive and somebody's saying something and he gets it wrong. The other person, you know, gets mad, things like that. So Kalilin coming in is really good with that because he is the proper disciple. He comes in and says, oh, my God, you're the Mutin Rushi, or Roshi that we said before in Anna Mullock's email, the invincible old master. I am here from the distant village in the east. My name is Kalilin, and I wish to train under you, the august Mutna Oroshi. And that's a very proper way to do things and introduce yourself, unlike Goku, because Goku doesn't know this stuff. So it's not like Goku's like, man, I don't follow the rules. They follow me. Uh, Goku just doesn't know there's rules and tries to learn them. He's very big on learning things. He just doesn't know. He was there with his grandpa by himself and by himself even longer because his grandfather had died. So you end up where Kami Senen, who we've seen, he's he's a horn dog. He's also very lazy. What does he need? Another disciple and says, I don't need another disciple. This is where you also see Kalilin has done his research, has heard about, I'm sure, Kami Senen, where he pulls out a dirty magazine and hands it, I offer you this, master. And, ooh, you really get me. All right, you're in. 
It's like you got the gumption for this. You're in. And you end up having what looks like Khalil and like laughing. Hee hee. I knew this would get him. And you do see this idea of Goku right away. And it really plays out by the end of the chapter. Goku wants to learn for the learning. He wants to learn because, you know, of the, you know, pureness of it. He wants to be like his grandfather. He wants to learn these things to help people. Kalolin, he right away seems he's got a little sus motives. He ends up wanting to be, and he says at the end, I want to be the best so I can get the gals. So right there. But you end up where, again, Goku's like, hey, what's up? You know, how are you? Oh, who are you? You don't look like you have the stomach for this. And Goku goes, oh, I, I got a big stomach, which we know, which is funny. Again, taking things so literally. And you end up having Kalolin think that that was kind of, oh, you think you're witty. Do you? That was your obvious attempt at wit? Oh, man. And then Goku, just like he does, he's looking at him and, hey, you know what? Your head looks like a pachinko ball. He doesn't mean anything by it, but what does Cologne know? And Cologne freaks out. What do you mean this is what people who are really into the martial arts do? We shave our heads so we can unfetter our key, just like the Mutin Roshi over there. And then you end up coming, sending, no, no, I'm just bald. It's funny because, again, the most proper person here should be Kame Senen. He's off reading a dirty magazine. The, the most proper guy here is Kalulin, who's desperately trying to become this big thing because he wants to get the girls. So it all twists and turns. It's really fun. And I do like the interaction right off the bat. But with that, you end up where Kame Senen, the woe is me. Listen, I'm trying to get a hottie here. And this kid, he don't know anything. You younger generation, you don't quite know what a hottie is. You don't know my taste. You don't know how just perverted I am. And you end up having Kalolin go and start whispering. And you're this. And I think you like that. And you get that fun little play. And at the end, I actually thought that Kami said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dial it back there, buddy. No, he's like, oh, my God, there is hope for the young generation. You know exactly what I'm after. And that's not good. It's not a good thing to know exactly what Kami Senen is after, which is played out here in such a, it's clever, I think. It's a smart way because you end up bringing back an idea because with that, Kami Senen says, that's it. You know what I want. You and Goku go off, get the Kuntun, get the cloud over here, and both of you go off and find this hottie. And really, Goku, listen to this kid here. He knows what he's talking about. Well, you end up where? Boom, call the Kuntun. It's there. Hey, and he says, and, and again, at this point, most people would realize that Kalilin is a rival. Kalilin is mad and not liking Goku and thinks he's nonsense, but Goku will never understand that. He's like, come on, buddy, hop on. We'll have fun. He just think of just playtime. And he already, because it's like the idea, a friend is someone you haven't met yet. That is definitely Goku going through life. Anybody that he meets as a friend, even when they show they're not. I mean, Oolong is, was not exactly the greatest guy. He would try running off at all times. He ruined things, whatever. And you know for a fact that right now, if you ask Goku who his best friends are, he'd include Kame Senen. He would include Chi-Chi, who he barely met, but we'll know later as we you know, alluded to. But he'd also definitely include Oolong and Bulma. They are definitely 
is Theo and Yamcha Port. Everybody he meets is a best friend. And that's why I love this. And that's why I continue to go. And I think that that's why you can have what is sus. And I say sus more in this podcast than any other I've ever done. But you end up, it's almost like the yin and the yang. You end up balancing some stuff. And yeah, if you go back, people would probably try to cancel this, which, you know, try it. It's not going to happen. But the idea of the wholesomeness of Goku while everything else around him is just completely ridiculous is what keeps this book going. At my mind at this point, we'll see how it goes. But you then, you know, come on, Kaloon, hop on. We'll have a grand old time. And he's like, all right. And he jumps, and the cloud does not accept him. You remember, you have to be pure of heart. And that's such a neat way to come back to that. That's almost like the slow burn gag that we've had throughout this. It also does show, though, that the mermaid, she was pure of heart. The original girl that you ended up coming there, the weightlifting girl, pure of heart. So that's kind of a neat little play in the, you know, retro deal to think, you know, that was kind of props to them. So you end up here, and there, you know there's no way Kami Senna's getting on that. So you end up where also, because of what we already had set up, you see that Kalolan is nowhere near pure of heart. And Kami Senna takes that as, okay, you're not pure of heart. Kalolan says, what? I'm pure of heart. I just want to really be a great fighter and get more popular with the girls. In my mind, that is not that bad. I mean, the, the way that now he, he could be meaning more with that get with, but even so, the idea, I just want to be a real good fighter so the girls like me. I think that's a little more pure of heart than some of the other things we've seen even in this chapter. But when he says that, Kami said, he goes, really? You, you don't think that that's impure? Like what you just said, you don't hear what you just said. And then it ends with, so Goku as a rival disciple. What bizarre new twist in this a Kalilin is going to bring to his life. Next, a very dot, dot, dot interesting girl. So that's a pretty cool way to end the chapter with a very, very angry Kalilin. And a Goku that's just like, I don't get it. What's going on? Why is he? Why isn't he able to get on here? <laughs> He's just looking very surprised. But I did really like it. I give this a 9.5. It's a huge chapter in it. We introduce a character that I even recognize. And we even got Animalix. I'll give Animalix full props. Email ended up propping up the score as well because of the talk of the translation and the different names that I wasn't aware of fully. So thank you, Animalix. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you wanted to get involved in emailing as well, we don't really send out the email that much, but we have on other podcasts, and Animalix has been listening to a bunch of them, so I appreciate that as well. But the email is just weirdsciencemanga.com at gmail.com very easy to remember if you want to just give a comment on anything life love dragon ball just give me a little bit of a holler there and we'll have a segment on the podcast with emails so that's pretty cool and thanks everybody we came back because that we ended up having a little extra you know time here i think that everybody deserves it because i've been lazy so i'm like i'm not as sus as kami sen i just almost said i'm like kami sen and I, everybody starts unsubscribe cancel i'm lazy though and i get tired so there at least i have something with that so everybody thanks so much i hope that you continue liking all of the stuff we do if you want to follow us on twitter it is at weird manga if you follow us i will follow you back 100 percent. that is a policy here 
Also, you know, check out all of our other reading clubs. We have one for each day, seven total, and also our Manga Monday show and our the very weekly manga review show that comes out every Wednesday where we talk about new chapters. So all that said and done, thanks, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.